Welcome into the Tickets Basketball Postgame Show. Featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! You're gonna go out of here as the Big Eight Tournament champion. On 93.7 The Ticket and ticketfm.com. Boilermakers in a runaway route from 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 tip to to horn. Uh, not exactly the, the the level of performance you expect uh, or hope for. Maybe what you expect, but not what you hope for. Uh, Big Sky joining me tonight uh, for this post game show. The text line is open four two four six four five six eight five um some of you have already been texting you were texting throughout the game thank you for doing that uh gives us some breadcrumbs to follow as we head through this thing um let's talk about the numbers although i think the numbers don't mean much the result matters the the numbers are just are just the numbers but uh the husker shot 46 percent from the field they shot 42 from three um but the imbalance thing of shooting 38%, 39% from the free throw line, the number that matters tonight, uh, well, there's two. Uh, the 21 personal fouls, six in the first four minutes of each half, at the beginning of each half, and the 17 turnovers. And this team, what we know about this team so far is that uh, they do not have much wiggle room. They don't have much room for error. And against the number seven team in the country who provide all of their own problems in themselves, right? This is a team that with a seven foot four big, uh, an, an electric big coming off the bench that they can play together sometimes, uh, efficient snipers on the perimeter, uh, high IQ players who make the right plays, who shoot at a high volume and a high percentage. I said in, the, uh, in, my, in my earlier show with Rico, this is a team that walked in the door shooting 50, 50, 50 plus percent from the floor. Um, this is a team that, that is efficient from three. This is a team that understands um, that its length, its defensive length, its ability to take away passing lanes across the middle of the floor, handicap other teams. And if you're a team that's efficient offensively, you will find a way around that. But if you are not, if you are a team that struggles in those situations, and that team is Nebraska, it's difficult to get into your offense if you do not know where everybody is. The easiest team to defend is a team that where you know where they are. And tonight, Purdue was in the playbook. They were efficient. They were aggressive in putting the Huskers uh, in some tough spots uh, offensively. It just didn't look good. Big Sky, what's your first take? on what you saw tonight. Uh, well, I was uh, fortunate enough to get to talk to Eric Strickland on, on the block tonight as the game was uh, uh, about ready to tip off, and he's he's he'll be with us in a couple seconds here. But uh, he, he almost predicted it perfectly how it was going to go. He said that they just need to weather – whether there will be runs and they need to weather those runs, and, and we saw it right out of the gate. First five minutes, 17-2 to run. Uh, it's not how you want to start a game on the road, especially in a building that the Huskers have not played in since 2018-2019. So uh, my biggest takeaway is it's just another tough one to swallow if you're a Nebraska fan, as they're seemingly 
Uh, we're entering another men's sports season with a little hope and uh, a lot of pain ahead. Well, I want to leave. I want to be specific in being able to focus on this game. It, it too often the sports conversations become about other things, and I don't want it to become about any other sport in any other situation and circumstance. The reality is with this basketball team is it still has to learn to do the things that are required to win basketball games in the Big Ten. And the, the difficult thing for me is they added, Purdue added an additional thing tonight against Nebraska that I didn't think was for Nebraska. I thought that them running the pressure, the, the, the full court pressure that they ran wasn't to see, wasn't that they needed to do it against Nebraska. This was setting breadcrumbs for everybody else in the Big Ten. <laughs> like this was them letting other folks know, hey, you're going to have to deal with full court pressure, three-quarter court pressure, half court pressure against us whenever we want to do it. They don't have to do it all the time because not everybody has two dynamic bigs to sit in the back of uh, underneath the basket and keep folks from hunting and eating. So it's an elite – this is an elite basketball team. Let's be clear. Um, this is a team you expect to see late in March. And, look, if they're going to play defensively at that level, they're going to be tough to beat uh, for anybody in the conference. Strick, welcome to the party, man. What's happening? What, what's, your first, what, what's your first take on this thing? I'm just going to smile. Um, that's all you can do right now. I... <clears throat> that's not COVID. That's a uh, cigar. <clears throat> uh, so... Hey, it's Friday night, man. <laughs> That's all you can do, man. I mean, I mean, let's just be real about it. It wasn't the shooting. It wasn't the three-point shooting. Rebounds are what you would expect with someone of that size. It was the turnovers. It was the turnovers. You, you. There's nothing getting down on a 70, 17 to two run in the Mackey. And it was points off turnovers. That is the one thing that Nebraska doesn't do well. And we'll get into that. If you ask me that question, remember that. Let's put a pin on that one. Ask me that question later in the show. I'll tell you why that team is different in getting – because Nebraska can turn people. That's one thing they can do. They're very good defensively at turning people and making them turn the ball over. Um, this team didn't do that tonight. And they're just that they're just that good. And you said something just before I came in that I heard you say about they know where their people are. It was the same thing for Illinois. They know where their people are on the court at all times. Um, and they do a good job of not over penetrating. <clears throat> they get in deep and they do the fundamental stuff two-foot jump stop, where you go. The jump stop is designed for the next read. Are you going out to my shooter? Are you going to my big man? Then I know I'm going back behind. And they do a good job of pivoting, kicking it back out, seeing what the next penetration is going to be or what the next – that's just all fundamental stuff. That's the stuff that they do that's uniquely different than what Nebraska does with regards to – you know, being able to execute in the half court uh, on offense. I think Kobe Webster did do it a few times in the game. You did see that. 
some great fundamental stuff. Uh, one drive to the middle of the paint, found Lat Man. That's the shot I was talking about. Um, that kind of drive, I know Verge can do at will. He just goes a little too far because he's looking for the shot first. But if Verge does that, they will get plenty of great looks because Verge has the ability to beat people all night long, you know. But sometimes he's got he waits until he overexhausts the opportunity for himself, and then he gets in trouble. And then you saw just where you saw a few turnovers, uh, a lot of turnovers out of all of them were getting too deep into that paint and nowhere to go. So that's what it was tonight. So it's funny in this system. How is the system being taught and coached, or not received? And that everybody understands there's a there's a there's a decision line that. <laughs> whoever your playmaker is, how deep they can go, how often they can go. Like that's a part of the offense. It's, it should be built in. How is it in game game 18 that we still don't get appreciation for depth, probe depth, make decision-making and being able to jump stop and kick out and reset? Like how is yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, I still don't think they have an identity. They, they don't, they don't have an identity. They don't know how they really want to play. And I, I, I think it's very tough. I'm going to be honest. This is, this is something that maybe I would do is I would get in a room. We, we you know, initially the initial conversation is not going to be about what we did last night, watching the film on what we did last night. I mean, you can literally halfway just throw most of that game out and not, not watch it. Uh, because it would just it would put everybody to sleep and it would be a point where everybody would get frustrated and upset because it's the same conversation, right? So at this point, I would just I, I would go to a, to them each and uh, as a group and say, listen, who do you want to be? And I would ask each of them that question: Who do you want to be? Oh, we want to be this type of team. We want to. Where do you want? Well, okay, who, that's who you want to be. Where where do you want to be, or where would you like yourself to be within this Big Ten uh, conference? At the top of it, in the middle, or towards the bottom? Oh, we want to be at the top. Okay, you sure? All right. Then we would have whatever more discussions about where the next practices was. You know, maybe some things we're going to implement and do better and draw it up and you know here's how we're going to get better in this specific area uh maybe chart some stats that we had or see where our goals were for the last game and then all right i'll see y'all tomorrow i would go then the next day <clears throat> sit down you said you want to be at the top tier i would put purdue illinois um michigan state and Maybe just those three. I would probably just get those three teams. Maybe Wisconsin too. Not even Wisconsin yet because they're still kind of still finding their way, but they're playing great basketball because they've got cerebral freaking players led by Chucky Hepburn, who we let freaking get out of state. But let me just digress on that one. I couldn't even resist it, right? So nonetheless, I then break down the film and I say, this is what we're going to do for the first hour of practice. This is who you said you wanted to be. This is how they play. 
do you think you play this this way? Yeah, yeah. Really? You sure now? Are you sure? No, no. You, you got to make them be honest. Because if they're not honest, then I go back and I bring the film back. We're going to do it again. We're going to come in and we're going to put clip by clip, side by side. And you're going to watch it. Because you got to make them be honest with themselves. If that's who you want to be, do you play like this? And you've got to start programming them in their minds to play the way that they want to succeed going forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my brain around, one, why that discussion is necessary. Um, but <laughs> I would like to say the same thing. Deeply. Right, like how is that, how is that necessary? Um, they liked the roster. And again, I, like I understand, like not having Trey keeps you in certain situations where you're at a deficit. Because the guy who got you right, got you going, got you started, got you out of it, is not there. That being said, the other guys are on scholarship too, and we 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 you can't ask Derek Walker to beat two seven footers every night. No, right? You can't ask um, Casey to 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 defend like he's six foot six every night. Right, he can scramble. He can he can make it messy, but he there's certain situations he just can't defend it, like, especially in the Big Ten against wings. But that's okay because you could put him on the point guard if that's what you so choose. They don't do that. What I want to know is to come out and start a game with two field goals, seven turnovers, six fouls, and three players going to the bench with two fouls apiece. Maybe it is time to change who starts your game. Maybe it's time for you to try something different with the people that you have, right? Somebody got shook. Somebody got shook tonight to start the game. Somebody got shook to start the second half because you started the second half the same way you started the first half, right? True fairness, like we were able to be honest here. To me, if if this starting lineup has not and cannot get started on time and in place, it may be time to change who starts games for you. Doesn't mean you change the minutes, but at least change the rotation, see who starts. I mean, that's a great point. I mean, I I, I said it on the on on the on the blocks show that <clears throat> The way that this game looks in the first three minutes is how it's going to end. We know that now. (laughs) We know that. Whatever happens in the first three minutes is how it's going to end. Now, up to the 10-minute mark, they did a good job of kind of getting back into it. I knew it was going to be a game of runs. They did a good job. I said at the first 10-minute mark, they just need to kind of, you know, hone, you know, kind of like you're fishing, right? You just want to reel back in the run just a little bit. You know, you're not going to overwhelm it and overcome the run, but just reel it back in. You get it down to 12, you know, 15 margin, you know, just manageable. They got it down to 15, thanks to C.J. Wiltshire, back-to-back bang-bang boogies. You know what I mean? From three, the deep the deep water one for at the buzzer and the one and before then, that. And then... <laughs> 
And so you got that. You're 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 there at the end of the end of the half. You know what I mean? So then I said, <clears throat> and I told uh, Big Sky I said, it's coming out of the half. They they must <clears throat> they must cut it under under ten if they're gonna have a chance, and they could never do it. That's when I knew it was a wrap. So at that point, you lay down like a $3 Figueroa or $20 Figueroa. If you know, you know. <laughs> you, lay, you lay down and give up the ghost, my boy, after that point. And well, well, they, well, I, they, they gave up the ghost. I, so. I wrapped I some around, and, and it's a thing that happens in basketball that kind of drives me crazy. That when your starters and your vital players get into foul trouble, you pull them because you want to keep them in the game. But that always kind of messes up because that's when you need them. That's when you need them. The game can get out of control because the thing that happens then is those players decide to play soft to stay in the game. And the rest of the game, Walker, Eduardo, all of them, they had to play tentative, cotton candy defense. Like, they'd still battle. Derek still battled. But he was handicapped from the get-go. And now he's got two fouls. Then he's got three. You can't really defend an elite-level big or two of them when you're playing tentative, don't touch, don't no, no, no foul basketball in the Big Ten. You can't do it. They weren't going to come back after that. Okay, so are we gonna go to break or you wanna keep it rolling? Let let's roll till let's roll till five till let's roll another eight and then we'll All jump right. in. So one of the things that I like about them as a unit is they run for opportunities. There is no wasted when you have a team that basically has points off turnovers in the realm of 30, 30 points, dang near 28. Okay, so round that up, 30. 30 points on turnovers is a sick number. There's two components to that being that way. One, you're turning the ball over. But two, everybody and their mamas running for opportunity, even the bigs. One thing I noticed, on the first, on one of the early opportunities, they stole the ball. Derek Walker comes down, does a good job with defending it. The guy tries to lay it off the glass. He didn't, he didn't leave it off the glass. It wasn't a assist leave. It was a, he tried to lay it. It comes off the glass. I saw almost four total plus the layer. So three other Purdue guys were there looking at it, and it was who basically was going to jump first to dunk it. That's what it looked. I And behind them was two Nebraska players, and three others barely made it past half court. you got to be kidding me. How does that okay. still happen? <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Then why I'm talking about the fundamentals of what Purdue does, they 
either a fast break or got a steal. They run their tail off to include the big men. Point guard probes, gets into the paint, jump stops. That's what I was talking about. Leaves it back behind his head. Big fella lays it in. Running for opportunities. Now, contrast. We get a steal. This is why their number's 30 and ours is freaking seven. We get a steal. The numbers is four to three going this way. Deep transition, so they haven't gotten set yet. Kobe Wester on the wing is pushing. Bryce is running. C.J. Wilson's in Bryce's weak far end. C.J. Wilson's running. They both slow down. That's the contrast. Because back in my day, what we did is we ran for opportunity. Even though we didn't get it, we was running through and out. So that way, if a Pikowski trail or a Jamar Johnson trail or a Jerome Boone trail, they're butt naked and they're because you're going to force the defense deep. So we knew that that opportunity was going to exist. If not, we would roll out and it might still come back to us. Either we were going to get a layup or the next guy. We didn't care. We, we, we weren't selfish like that. We were looking just to make sure we got a good shot. That's why that Purdue team is number seven in the country because they run for opportunities. We run to see who's going to get the first three opportunities. And yeah, we're shooting it, it, 27 it, as a team. Well, I mean, systematically, I mean, efficient players understand passing lanes in transition. Right. You understand, I don't need two in the same lane. That's that, that that's traffic. I learned early on, don't make traffic in transition. Get to spacing. Spacing is offense. Offense yeah. is space. And, in, and, and I knew the possession you were talking about before you said it because it could have been a run out. It could have been a drive to the decision line, at least to take a big and a half out of the play. Then you would have really had butt naked threes that you could shoot. But instead, or a big trail into the paint for a dunk, right? Well, run, any of that. Run. I mean, I don't. It's a base. The Marymount concept is simple, right? You know where your people are going to be, and it's set up that way for a very simple reason, right? Yeah. And they ref, It's there is a refusal, a blatant refusal, to either run it or stay with it. Now, a couple of things. I'm going to give you these numbers, tricks because it blew my mind. Uh. Purdue had 70 possessions tonight. Mm-hmm. 70. They got 92 points. On those possessions, on those 70 possessions, 60% of the time they got a three, a two, or a free throw. They mm-hmm. scored on 60% of their possessions. Nebraska scored on 40. And they shot 29 threes. 29 threes. And then the, the, the thing that, that that's kind of mind-blowing, and, and and players don't do the math down. It drives me crazy. In, a, in, a, in an analytical time, right, we know the value of possession. To go through and not pay attention to what you're doing with your possessions. Nebraska with 70 possessions scored 29 times, 40%. Right? We un- oh, oh, Okay. But let's think about it this way. 
21 turn and 70 possessions. You turn the ball over, quick math, 30% of your possessions, you turn the ball over. Now, let's not stop there because that's just, that's the fool's goal. That's not even the real penalty and punishment. The real punishment is you you missed eight of 13 free throws. Mm-hmm. Right? Opportunities to gain momentum. See, that, that's the missed thing for me. Opportunities to, to, to change the momentum of a game, especially when you're down, go to the free throw line. Like those are wasted opportunities. And yes, they're, they're a little bit better in missing those, 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 those 11 threes. They were eight for 19. I can live with that. But that's 11 threes. That's eight missed free throws. Quick math, that's 19. Plus the 21 turnovers is 40 butt naked possessions against the number seven team in the country. The numbers are there if you pay attention. And I don't know if this team looks at their numbers. I don't think they know what they do. And I think it's time, to, you know, we'll get to talk about it here. We'll talk about it in the next segment because at some point you have to change who has usage and who has accountability. Strick, I'll ask you to put your coaching cap on. We'll go right back into the starting lineup and figure out what can be done to change the momentum, the location, the elevation of this Husker basketball team. Something has to be done. You can't go into Pinnacle Bank Arena against Indiana as you are. I just I say that to be true. Throw it away, Big Sky. Get us out of here. More post game show here on 93.7 The Ticket. Back to the Tickets Basketball Post Game Show. Featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Sorry about that, gentlemen. It stole the open I had ready to go for this segment. He's quality crafted and never blames his <laughs> Hey, I was ready to go. I, I, I caught it quick, but... I had one in there and it just said goodbye. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's what a weird day. Uh, Strick, let's let's call this segment uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Strick, I will ask you to find something good from tonight's ball game. Anything. Something good. Um, um, I found I found that they did a pretty good job, being that they were very undersized of rebounding tonight. I thought they were very scrappy in you know some instances of rebounding the ball and and attacking the glass and securing them. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna find two places. One, I loved what uh Kobe Webster did off the bench. Um I'm gonna give credit for Casey for battling late, like got getting scrappy and getting to eleven points when it seemed like he was moving at a at a different pace than everybody else that was on the floor late in the ball game. Um so I wanna give him that. He actually uh uh was the leading scorer tonight for the Huskers at eleven points. 
<laughs> so give him credit for that. Uh, Strick, the bad. The bad. The bad is the fundamentals, turnovers, and lack of hustle. Because I watched Purdue pursue balls, passes, rebounds, uh, loose balls, and get there just seemingly faster than the Huskers did. And you just saw it on diving out of bounds, hitting Walker on the legs, and just all of those situations like that. Those things I thought were, were you 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 can't beat good teams without winning the hustle play game. That's just how I feel. Yeah, I I kept looking for uh, for the Huskers to win some of those, to get some of the 50-50 ball, and it just didn't happen. Like it just didn't happen. Um, the bad. Uh, I, I was disappointed in Eduardo's hands tonight. Eduardo's, uh, Eduardo Andre's hands. Like, I felt like, mm. yeah, it was just he seemed a little too excited, a little too immature, a little too, I don't know what it was. The moment was too big, too fast for him. Um, I was surprised. Yeah, he, he regrouped and got his, he had, he had those baby, baby giraffe legs uh, early. And... He slowed down and found his way. But when they needed him, they needed him tonight. They needed him against the two dynamic bigs. They didn't have it. All right, let's go to the bottom of the barrel, Strick. The bottom of the barrel, the ugly. What? Give me give me the ugly. What was the ugly? Them points off turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, bro. That's like, that's that's basically an automatic... 30, so to speak. That puts you in the veinte and 30. And for y'all that don't speak Spanish out there, that puts you in the 20-point to 30-point loss range immediately when someone pulls off almost 30 doggone points off turnovers. You're 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 getting 30. Strict. Uh, the ugliest you get, number and, of- and I'm not talking about no man. I ain't done. I ain't right. talking about a 30 piece chicken wing from Kentucky Fried Chicken either. I ain't talking about a 20 piece of the doggone minis out of Chick Fil A. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about 20 points to 30 points, and and you taking them, man. Let me shut up. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I ain't done. The, the the ugliest number for me was the time leading the game. Mm. The That's time, negative. They, they, <laughs> Zero. Right, right, right. So they give you, right, they give you the numbers. The hus- this game was tied for 24 seconds. Gee. The entire rest of the game, the Huskers were behind. Mm. That means you didn't even get a sniff. You couldn't Down. even smell. You couldn't well, even well, smell well, it. Well, well, this is the, like this is the thing. I don't know where to attribute the bad start because everything went wrong. It's it's not like you know 
you did some things and they just didn't work. No, you got two shots in the first four and a half minutes. You had seven turnovers and seven fouls. Whatever you were planning, whatever the game plan was, that wasn't it. <laughs> that wasn't Think it. About this. Think about this quickly, DP. I just noticed something else. Did you see how fundamentally sound they were at just ball entry to the post? Just something small like that. They were just, it was here, show it to you, boom, pop it. We was uh, still tip, but, you know, not leading to the weak hand. It was just, it was a lot. What do you, what do you, what do you think that, was that playing against quality elite bigs? Or is that a constant issue for, for Nebraska? Is that because you're playing against a seven foot four dude? Is that because you're facing a six eight dude on the wing with 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 Birdman, you know, wingspan? What is, it? bro? I think it's just it's it's a it's just a basic fundamental. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're freaking Pascal Siakam or Scottie Pippen. You gotta enter the ball, baby. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like offense. If That's he shows you that hand, you've got to enter the ball, or you gotta take a different angle, or you gotta change the angle, or you gotta penetrate and and and, and get him up off you, or, you know, or something. You gotta, you gotta. You, that's just ba- basic little stuff. But I just, I just noticed there was a difference between the way they. I mean, because Walker's tough. He he don't get them steals for no reason. He's tough at defending the post. Even Andre, they're he's long as he is. They just they just do a good job of entering the post, whether it be from is, the top is, the is side. Strict, would is it easier for you to make that entry to Patrick Ewing than it is Charles Oakley? No. Right? Because because Sean Kemp is guarded by by Patrick Ewing. Uh, what you gonna say that for Carl Malone? Who Charles Barkley? <laughs> I can't. I can't do that, my guy. Charles Barkley gets the ball. He gets the ball. You know what I'm saying? This is my point. Then is is it in the training of the big? Is it the training of you know better base? Spread out, extend, get a better angle, right? In a better shape. You got to do like, that. It's a combination. Right? right? And it can it be that those playmakers aren't always practicing with those bigs in those situations? Could be. Like, you try to find something that, that allows you to say, are they familiar enough to do this thing? And then we ask the question, are they learning the things they need to know? Did it look like this team understands entry and then what to do after that entry pass? Because that's I'll a whole benefit. other thing. I'll give you I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. And I'll be devil's advocate to myself. Okay. It's very possible that because they came into the season with a free flow style offense that that wasn't something that was very much worked on. So I'll be devil's advocate to say that, okay, we'll take that. That's something that we weren't doing very much in the season, 
maybe not passing it inside. We're doing a lot of perimeter passing. Okay. We got to get better then. Because we got to take advantage of Walker inside. He didn't shoot the ball very good tonight, though, but shoot, he had some, he had two big horses he had to work against. I mean, both defensively and offensively. So now that's when you got to use your footwork. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw a couple times, you know, one time he created great body, got it off with the left hand, solid. You got to, you got to use great footwork against bigs like that. Your footwork and your counters have got to be impeccable. You, you, you're just not going to be able to go one move to the right. Nah. So you're going to have to go. You, you, now, the other big fella, Williams, Williams' footwork is impeccable. He got some thing thing with him. I like I like what he do. He, he gave shoot. The team, he gave the dream. Boy. There he, <laughs> he got all that. Yeah. Now, if Walker had that kind of footwork, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, that footwork is phenomenal. And, and boy got the nice touch, too. He's got the yeah. nice touch. So we can't be they, mad. They've got something. Yeah. They got some DP. They got some. They got some pieces, bro. Like that's that's legit. Like that's the best. That's the best basketball team I've seen in the Big Ten. Um, yeah. In 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 most facets. Yeah. Like we're literally like I watched them against Wisconsin and saw that you know Wisconsin just when when Davidson's having one of those nights, right? You just go okay. I can I understand how y'all getting it in, but that's still the team that I don't want to face in the more the rest of the year. Coach. One point. One point. One point. One point. One point. This is what I want to see from Kobe Webster. Gillis numbers. Three for eight, seven for one. That's what I would like to see from Kobe. And 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 here's 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 the real weird about that. That's them doing a good job on Gillis. Like, <laughs> like I, the whole game I kept saying. Man, they are doing an exceptional job on that young man. They held him to three from eight from the floor. I thought, okay, that's what that was. And he wasn't running rampant. He had the one assist. Normally they get some naked bunnies with the bigs. They took that away. I thought that was going to be an advantage. They did an exceptional job on uh, Stefanovic, right? Stefanovic was one for seven from three. I thought, here we go. This is another thing, right? You took away that inside, outside from the top of the key down, down the paint wasn't enough because you just kept giving them the ball back and you can't do it. You just, it just can't be done. Strick, I'm going to turn you into coach Strick. Who's your starting lineup against Indiana on Monday? I mean, I would like, I, I, I think, I think you would have to try to do the Kobe Webster, the Kobe Webster verge. No. Yeah. Kobe Webster verge McGowan's, Man, actually, I would even probably like to go wheelchair man, uh, wheelchair and um, Walker. Walker, I would like to see that to start, and then I would like to see first off the bench, Tamanaga, and then man, and then also start working uh, Trey back in. With some small minutes, to yeah. I think I think Monday. I think just to have Trey. In truth, he may start Trey just to get a couple of minutes, and then and then and then go to his his bench, um, just to have the additional buzz in the in the building and PBA, 
Like I would, <laughs> some of it, like the psychology of having them going, welcome back, having Bryce getting the extra juice, having fans get the extra juice, rather than waiting to put them in a game and, you know, they start on a, on a 10 nothing. <laughs> Did nothing run. You put him in the game, and there's not much you can do. When I, when I bring Verge in, I'm keeping Webster in mm-hmm. and letting him run the point. I want Verge to kind of get all of that stuff out. You know, with energy coming off the bench to maybe give us a spark, and then let him settle in, and then give give um, you know give um, Kobe a break and then see if Tamanaga can come in and do like he did at the end of the game. I, I got one for you. I got one yeah. for you. See, this is, this is coach DP. This is Indiana, right? We already know what Indiana does. We saw them early in the season. We know what they do. I'm going to flip the script. I'm coming out with Walker at center, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I got Kobe at point guard. Mm-hmm. Verge at the two, mm-hmm. Trey at the three, Bryce at the four. Wow, interesting. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to scramble a little bit now, right? Right? I'm going to put some pressure on some guards. I'm going to flip off some dudes. I'm going to get an authentic spread. You got and, a double big fella, too. Well, but that's just it. See, Bryce can help you with that because they don't mm-hmm. have that, that pure corner kick shooter. Mm-hmm. So we I can do that. He can he can help soft corner. I'm gonna force baseline with with everything else. But I think that group gives me enough substance that the moment's not gonna be too big. That whatever Indiana runs with, th- that group will have an offensive answer for, and then defensive energy. So then when I go to CJ and Lat. It can be minutes, you know, I can I can give them assignments. Hey, Lat, go bang some threes for me. I need a bigger defender. Uh, Eduardo, when you go on the floor, we know what, what the accountability is. You can put Eduardo with those four. So you can put Eduardo with those four. You can't always put Lat and Eduardo out there because the, the offense stagnates. Bogs down, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But if I put Eduardo out there just to be the long, tall finisher, right, he just long, tall Sally with them four. <laughs> you know, he's just there to look good, polish, and finish. So that's my hope is that at least to start, he can throw a couple of traps in there. He can throw throw a little three-quarter court press, pressure on, right? Let's get Indiana late into their offense. Let, let the PBA crowd get a chance to get into it. And then you go back to your regular rotation based on what you need. I, I think mm-hmm. that's – yeah, for me, that's just me. I I, I don't really know. Do you remember that that Indiana first game on that Saturday morning at yeah. God's out? Strict. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a tough that's a tough time to play, but I think they did a good job on the big fella, but uh, other than that, you know, the team, you know, just outplayed them at, at the end of the day, but they they did they they didn't do too bad. Strict. I I think this and I don't know if big I don't know if big guys there. I don't know if you're there. Let's just go till 25, and then we'll get out. That way, Strick can get back to his Friday night. We can't keep it long. We don't, have to, we don't have to extend it. Monday's big because you're home. Like, that mm-hmm. performance at home would have set the building on fire. 
my hope is that they come out in a different place. But Strick, is it enough time after a Friday night performance like this to to change and inject what you you want to do before a Monday night game? Is that enough time? I think it's tough. You know, I think it's tough flying back from Indiana, getting in late tonight. You you know, you, you're going to have a Saturday. <laughs> so are you really going to get out of them? That That's that's why I'm saying, that's why I'm saying being, this would be the time I would do what I said I would do. You know, who do you, who do you want to be? That would be a Saturday thing for me, but I'm not going to just let you have a free for all. I'm gonna I'm gonna you force can't give you the into day something. Off. Nah, you can't give the day off. I can't let you have a free for all. So you, you can't give the day off Saturday or Sunday, right? Nah, bro. That's that's the crazy part about it. That's this is tough to have this type of loss on the road and then trying to get back in and, and get motivated to get something done. You know, ice, you know, some get some shots. <sighs> Gotta watch film, unfortunately. That's why I'm, I'm I would hate to have to watch this film coming off. Of I this, think you watch the loss. first Indiana game, though, don't you? You Do gotta I... watch. You gotta watch some of it. You've Fighting. definitely gotta watch the first first ten minutes minimum. Yeah, yeah. you know, you yeah, gotta definitely watch some of it when yeah. they were in it. Like they were ahead. Like, that's a game that you know that was one of those ones we thought maybe they could pull pull some magic out of their hat. Um, mm-hmm. Is it easier to bounce back on Monday night after a Friday night game rather than Saturday? Right, because people yeah. talked about the schedule. This, you know, you as a player, how do you get through a Friday night game on the road and then get ready for a Monday home game? How do you get through that? <laughs> then you you gotta you you gotta look at the record, fellas. We stink at home. We're one in twenty nine. <laughs> We're one in twenty. I'm not laughing at. The, I'm, I, pr- I promise you those listeners out. No, I'm you, not like you you're no, one in 29 sure. on the road, bro. Okay. If we can't get it done on the road, we know that's a track record that absolutely is in the manure. We can't get it done. We're at home against a beatable team. We've got to get a win, bro. I mean, I don't care if you've got to leave with throw up on the floor. I mean, uh, ice all over your body or sit in an ice bath after this is over. You got to do whatever it takes to get a win. It cannot, this cannot continue. We've got to get off the schneid, fellas. It's something, it's got, that's the type of effort they've got to have. If it's anything less than that, it's going to be a long February. Rest of this month in February, it's going to be Oh. This is this is a, again a rematch. It's a crossroad game. Bryce went, yeah. Bryce went three for fourteen in this one. Uh, Verge was, was six for thirteen. He led with fifteen points. Nobody else had double figures. Uh, they got beat up on the boards. Actually, it wasn't bad on the boards. They they were minus six, I believe, in that one. Um, they just could not finish um, keeping Trace Jackson Davis. You know, he got a little bit rhythm going to give them some space at the end of the game. But that was, you know, a 68-55 game that was that was they started well, they just didn't finish. They just didn't mm-hmm. they didn't finish half. Remember that was another one where they were they were 
they were up three late in the half, and then Indiana went on a run to <laughs> to get a four point lead at halftime. Huskers came out and got started, and then it was it was just they just went cold. Nothing would go down, and uh, it didn't get any better. So I, you're right. I think this is a crossroad game. This is this is one you mark and go before not only for the players, strict, but the fan base. The fan base. This is. This is huge, man. This is huge. I, I, I'm not sure. This just got a whole lot more right. <laughs> scary. This got right. more scary because you're, you're at six and twelve. You coming in six and thirteen. You coming in, man. That's too much. Six and thirteen is too much. It's too much, bro. Yes. So, uh, it is a. It is. A, let me look. See. Make sure I got the tip time right. It is a. Oh. Oh, good grief. Oh, good grief. It is a five o'clock tip. The PBA is not the same building at five o'clock, Strick. No. <laughs> it is not the same building at five o'clock. Why would they do that? I don't know, bro. Then why would you do that? Move that. Why, why, why not seven? So why not? Why would you do that? Shoot, for me, what is that? Oh, that's six o'clock. That is a five o'clock tip against Indiana when you need time to just chill and get it together and you need the home crowd. Oh, great. Good, bro. Not good, not good. All right. So, final thought for how you want this thing to what do you think happens Monday? Set the table. Well, I think they're going to play a little bit better to start the game. It's just going to be, can they play 40 minutes? And again, I, I would break it down by halves, halves within halves, every 10 minutes and first three minutes. How are you going to execute? Let's hope, bro. Fingers crossed. Drick, enjoy Orlando. It's snowing up here. I'm in you Dallas, bro. I'm in oh, Dallas. you're in Dallas? Enjoy Dallas, man. Go see the Mavs. Enjoy I'm yourself, going tomorrow. Yeah. Be good. I knew you were. All right, brother. <laughs> I'll talk to you Monday. Peace out from the postgame show. Big Sky, thank you, my friend. Well done.